0: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent
1: Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young.
0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by the Arcola Co op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola and brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, the latest Sask Wheat Market Outlook touches on the deterioration of wheat crop conditions in the prairies. There's talks of a potential amalgamation between sask canola and sask flax, and a pair of grand openings being held this week in Yorkton and Weyburn. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour.
1: This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
0: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. The UFA Cooperative is expanding to East Central and Southeast Saskatchewan. Grand opening is being held today at the Yorkton location on 309 Fitchner Road, followed by a grand opening tomorrow at the Weyburn location at 2 Cassette Lane. President and CEO of UFA Scott Bolton says they see Yorkton and Weyburn as important regional hubs.
2: We picked Yorkton and Weyburn on purpose because of the particular economic opportunity we saw. Um, We picked what we feel to be good locations uh, to have good transportation access in in all directions in both cases. And uh, also I think it speaks to what we believe is the uh, the economic trajectory of both uh, communities. Um, They're both important regional centres with uh, expansion programs uh, in terms of investment in agriculture and other industries that have Announced and we expect to be announced, and uh, we feel that both economies are growing, and we want to be and believe that we have an opportunity to be a part of that story.
0: UFA has three other locations in Saskatchewan in Swift Current, Kindersley, and Macklin.
2: In fact, we've been in the Saskatchewan market for the better part of 25 years, and so this is an expansion of previous business. Uh, operations on the uh, west side of the province with uh, our new additions in Yorkton and Weyburn. But looking forward, uh, we we see real opportunity to expand our, our network and already are doing that with the construction of a new facility in Saskatoon. And I think it lines up with, frankly, the direction of the province, which is growing uh, significantly in agriculture and other industries. And we see an opportunity to be a part of that growth.
0: He talks about what UFA brings to the table, so to speak.
2: First off, we have a diesel product called Diesel X Gold, which is a premium diesel, nothing like it in the market. And we're the exclusive distributor of that diesel product, which increases performance and efficiency, significant benefits for our customers and members. So I think we've got a a product operating that differentiates uh, us. But at the end of the day, what uh, we hang our hat on... frankly, is our service. Uh, We are uh, known to be go above and beyond and service is our calling card in in our business model. And uh, I've already opened our sites. Uh, Frankly, we opened both in February and I think are already demonstrating to these markets that our quality of our service combined with the products we sell, which are of a premium nature, are of real benefit and value to uh, our customers and members. I should also add we're a cooperative too. So, uh, you know, the member in the community is the owner frankly, of the business. And at the end of the year, you get paid uh, a portion of the profits back as patronage uh, under our our system.
0: And the feedback, Bolton says, has been very positive.
2: We're new to the market. You have to get your name put forward as we're doing right now with this interview and and, uh, our marketing efforts to get the word out but I'll tell you what, the customers that, and members that we have signed up and are using our services, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. And we couldn't be more pleased and more excited to be part of this, of these
1: vibrant communities.
0: More information about the UFA Cooperative can be found on their website.
1: Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
0: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. prairieeavestrough.ca. Sask Canola and Sask Flax have been exploring options for amalgamating the two organizations. Sask Canola Executive Director Tracy Broughton explains how it got started.
3: In the fall, Flax was looking for an executive director and um, our board uh, decided to approach their board and and see if there was any interest in um, bringing the two organizations together and determining where the efficiencies lie so that we're um, both using our, you know, levy dollars to the, the greatest capacity to develop their respective crops.
0: Under the plan, Sask Canola would assume the mandate of Sask Flax for flaxseed and straw, including research, advocacy, and market development investments and accompanying, accompanying communications.
3: Flax uh, has some unique capacity with respect to variety development investment and uh, research projects are going to be typically a little bit different between the two crops. For the most part, there are a lot of operational efficiencies that can be gained. And uh, with a small, smaller crop like flax, Tuscanola can kind of help ensure that the administration costs are low for the, the crop and uh, making sure that the you know, maximum number of levy dollars are going towards the development of flax and uh, the development of canola.
0: She was asked if there has been any pushback from producers so far.
3: At this point, we haven't heard any negative feedback. I've heard certainly that with smaller crops, they just want to make sure that they, uh, their voice is maintained and heard. And that's something that we discuss at the board table. And um, from Saskinola's perspective, we certainly respect that. Uh, and we want to just make sure that, you know, there's viable crop options for all growers that work on their respective farms. So we want to make sure we prioritize the uh, needs of both crops as, as we have dollars to do so.
0: Broughton says the next step towards full amalgamation of the two commissions is to gather feedback from canola and flax growers.
3: Yes, we have an online survey that has been launched. It's available on both websites. We've done a mail-out to all of our levy payers, um, both flax and canola, and uh, we really encourage growers to um, go online and fill out the survey. There's details there, too, if if growers would like to call our office and discuss um, some of the positives and and potential concerns that there might be. Uh, We feel that this is very important so that we're serving the needs of our levy payers, and, and we always like to hear feedback.
0: All Saskatchewan canola and flax growers were sent a notice in the mail encouraging them to participate in the online consultation survey, which will remain open to gather their input from now until November 17th. Survey results will be shared at both commissions, AGMs, in January.
1: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
0: Now today's Ag Review with Rod McDonald of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
4: Some much-needed precipitation was received across most regions of Manitoba this past week. Manitoba agricultural officials say the rain has promoted rapid crop development. Precipitation amounts were quite variable, ranging from less than half a millimeter to over 75 most regions received more than six millimeters of rain. A major storm hit Brandon and areas to the south. Some areas south of Brandon received 125 millimeters of rain in just over an hour, causing some damage to crops in the area. Approximately 75% of Manitoba beef producers have begun haying. Hay yields are down this year, with many producers saying they received only about a third of what they did last year. ADM, a global leader in agricultural origination and processing and supply chain management, has announced the acquisition of Prairie Pulse Incorporated, owners of a pulse crop cleaning, milling and packaging facility in Vanscoy, Saskatchewan. Prairie Pulse's operations in Vanskoy will double ADM's pulse footprint in the region. ADM commercial manager Aaron Brown says the addition also expands their capabilities to meet the needs of their downstream customers, who are increasingly looking at pulses as protein sources for both human and animal nutrition products. ADM's current services and operations in Saskatchewan include pulse origination and cleaning in North Battleford canola crushing in Lloydminster oilseed sourcing in Watson and fertilizer sales and distribution in Lajord and in Yorkton calls for Ottawa to legislate an end to a strike at B.C. ports are intensifying with no signs. The two sides are going back to the bargaining table. This is the fifth day of the strike by about 7,400 workers, and it's affecting operations at 30 ports. The two sides are deadlocked over maintenance issues. Grain movement through the port grain terminals in Vancouver and Prince Rupert is not affected. The Canada Labor Code requires that loading or movement of grain vessels continue during any such work stoppage. Fertilizer Canada is calling on the federal government to take immediate action to end the work stoppage at the West Coast ports. Canada exports 95% of the potash we produce to global markets, with the majority flowing through the port of Vancouver. Fertilizer Canada President and CEO Karen Proud says potash is essential to global food security and they're concerned the strike will jeopardize deliveries to farmers around the world. Canada services markets in Asia and South America who rely on potash shipments for their growing season. Potash is second only to gold in export value, contributing about $5.52 billion to the gross domestic product each year. Canada is the world's largest producer and exporter of potash fertilizer in the world, followed by Russia and Belarus. Over 75 countries rely on Canadian fertilizer. The Saskatchewan Water Security Agency is expanding support for channel clearing and drainage projects. Saskatchewan producers, communities, and local governments can apply for a rebate of up to $1 million to cover the cost of their drainage projects. Water Security Agency spokesperson Sean Osmar says eligibility has been expanded.
2: We've included um, individual landowners now who in the past would have to apply through their RM. We've made it a little easier for them to apply directly for the program itself as, as well as the small municipalities who have now been included in, in eligibility for some of their more natural water courses that they need to keep clear
4: the deadline to apply for the rebate is january 31st 2024 and the european union has taken a step toward adapting its food production to the new ways of the world it wants to embrace the latest gene techniques it hopes will help Safely counter global challenges like climate change and shortages. For decades, the 27 nation bloc was conservative in allowing the use of genetically modified organisms, while the U.S. and others quickly adopted the new bioengineered technologies. Today, the EU's Executive Commission threw its weight behind the use of so-called new genomic techniques which seek to change organisms in a much less intrusive way than the old GMOs did. And that's today's Ag review
1: It's your Agri-Weather Forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, a partly cloudy sky and a high of 22 degrees. Tonight, clearing late this evening, low of 7.00. Tomorrow, sunshine in the morning and early in the afternoon, then partly cloudy, and a 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon and a risk of a thunderstorm. Winds from the west at 20 kilometers an hour in the afternoon. The high is 26, the low 10. Friday, sunshine, high of 24, the low 11. Saturday, partly cloudy with a 60% chance of showers, high of 26, the low 14. Sunday, sunshine, high of 27, low 13. Monday, sunshine high of 30, the low 15. Tuesday, sunshine high of 31 degrees. Normal highs for this period are around 25. Normal lows 11. Sun rose at 4.54 this morning. Sun will set at 9.12 tonight. Taking a look around the province. In Estevan, 18. Saskatoon, 20. Swift Current, 21. Weyburn, 19. And Yorkton, 17. The warm spot in Saskatchewan up in Buffalo Narrows at 23. Cool spot is in Collins Bay at 16. In Regina, partly cloudy, south-southwest wind at 12 kilometers an hour, humidity at 45 percent, temperature 20 degrees or 67 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure at 102.1 and falling. In Moose Jaw, partly cloudy as well, west wind at 4, temperature 21 degrees. Again in Regina, partly cloudy, south-southwest wind at 12, Temperature twenty degrees. Back in a moment.
1: You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM.
0: This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com, and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Penison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Hot and dry weather caused the condition of Canadian wheat crops to deteriorate over the past week. That from Michael Wilton with Mercantile Consulting Venture, as he provided this week's Sask Wheat Market Outlook. He says crop conditions in Alberta and Saskatchewan fell. Crop conditions in Alberta fell
5: by 6% from last week to 45% good to excellent. Conditions in Saskatchewan fell from 81% good to excellent on June 12th to 70% good to excellent on June 26th. Manitoba Agriculture does not give crop ratings, but reported that, and I quote, Some crops in the central region have been suffering from moisture stress, with cereals particularly hit badly. End quote.
0: The condition of Durham wheat also deteriorated as crop conditions in Alberta fell by 16% over the past two weeks to 47% good to excellent, while in Saskatchewan it fell to 42%. Statistics Canada raised Canadian all-wheat acreage to 26.9 million acres, up 7% from last year and the largest seeded area since 2001. Canadian Durham acres were down by 28,000. To 6 million compared to last year. Regarding wheat exports, Wilton says the total for Grain Week 47 were around 359,000 tons for a season total of 17.8 million tons.
5: Exports in the week were largely in line with the pace needed to meet the AAFC's projection. The export pace will likely pick up further as producers have been delivering wheat at a rapid pace since seeding completed. There was another 534,000 tons of wheat delivered into the elevator system in week 47. This caused visible supplies to grow by another 200,000 tons to 2.2 million tons sitting in the Canadian elevator system.
0: As of week 47, Canada has shipped all 4.8 million tons of Durham, Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada was expecting, In the Black Sea region, Wilton noted there was increased optimism last week that the grain export corridor in the region would be extended.
5: The EU is considering concessions for a sanctioned Russian bank to salvage the grain deal. No new Ukrainian ships have entered the trade corridor since June 26th. As for his outlook this week. It will be a short week with U.S. traders on holiday. In our view, futures still need some adjustment to line up with cash prices and North American seeded area. In our view, North American prices will not improve much until the new year, unless there is a major weather event. We are 60% sold, expected new crop production, and would hold additional sales till for now.
0: You can view the full report on the Sask Wheat website.
1: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Ryan Young.
0: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small-town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingsupplies.com there was storm damage over northern portions of Saskatchewan last Saturday evening, with the worst conditions being in the Meadow Lake, north of Prince Albert, and Nipawin-Carrot River areas. Corey Leeson farms in the Radisson area, about 65 kilometers northwest of Saskatoon, and says there was plenty of wind, but not much rain in the Radisson area on Saturday.
6: Right at our farm, just south of the town of Radisson, we, we did get wind here apparently. I wasn't home, but we got the wind very little rain, like maybe a, a quarter inch or, or something of that order, and no real damage. I mean, there's the odd tree snapped off or broken branches and stuff like that, but no damage that I'm aware of in our uh, immediate region right here.
7: Now, you were camping up at Waska Sioux and there was a little bit more active weather up there. Tell us about that on Saturday night.
6: Yeah, we were in the right in the trailer park in Waska Sioux town, and uh, the wind was pretty violent there. And a number of trees and large trees either snapped off or completely uprooted and landing on vehicles. Uh, right in the, in the campground there, I bet there was a dozen trailers and or vehicles with trees on top. And so the crews were real busy the next morning with chainsaws and, and a backhoe to lift the large trees off of, of
7: trailers. So some damage, no question there. Fortunately, you were in an area that didn't uh, get much damage? Well, that's right. We were just lucky and in a little bit more open
6: area and no damage of any kind. So it was just, uh, yeah, just a typical uh, thunderstorm type wind. And and it did rain a fair bit up there. I don't know how much, but I would guess it could be an inch. It came down pretty hard through that region.
7: Getting back to uh, moisture levels, uh, I would assume Radisson, a a lot like uh, other parts of western Saskatchewan, could definitely use some rain right now.
6: Oh, yes. It's been a very dry season. We do have a sort of a crop that established well because we got a rain near the end of May. But since then, uh, been very dry, few showers sort of in desperate need of a rain that's going to salvage something. Some of the cereal crops are well along. And so I don't know. I mean, rain would still be beneficial, but Canola in particular could still really respond if it got a rain in the next little bit, but yeah, that doesn't sound like that's in the forecast, so I don't know. Soil moisture must be basically zero, I think, right now.
7: Yeah, Uh, I drove from uh, Saskatoon to Olds uh, uh, in the middle of last week and then again yesterday, and yeah, around that border region, very, very dry.
6: Yeah, there's quite a big region that uh, extends southward from us and like, in, in, in both directions, really. I understand around Regina right, is not too bad off, but pretty much everywhere west and south I here doesn't sound good. Mm-hmm. So, and it's getting to the point in the season that rain is just going to be for next year pretty soon. So,
7: mm-hmm.
6: uh, unfortunately, that's how it's panned out.
7: Yeah, it looks like we're, they're calling for some showers on Friday, but uh, we'll see. 60% can become 30% pretty quick.
6: Yeah, interestingly, our lentils are, are, I think they're getting near done flowering. And so for the 4th of July, that is unbelievable almost. I mean, we seeded them early, but they flowered early and they're really moving along. And there's something there, but I don't think it's a terrific crop. Well, it isn't. It'll be a below average crop no matter what happens, but uh, really far along for this time of year.
7: Based on this uh, pace, uh, when do you think harvest could start? (laughs) I've been joking that it could be in July. Now,
6: I don't know. The earliest we've ever harvested lentils was August the 12th. This is earlier than that, unless things slow up from here on. But uh, it could actually be end of July or early August, uh, starting on some of those early pulse crops.
0: Corey Leeson farms in the Radisson area, about 65 kilometers northwest of Saskatoon. He's also on the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers Board of Directors. Back in a moment.
1: Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
0: Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were up in early trading today. Canola is up $16.90 at $759.72. Number one red spring wheat is up $18.23 at three eighty oh nine a metric tonne. The rest were unchanged. Durham 387.42, feed barley 340.61, chickpeas 1036.17, flax 501.98, lentils 702.50, oats 245.32, yellow peas 335.92, and feed wheat 270.97. On the Minneapolis grain exchange, hard red spring wheat for September is up 35.5 cents to $8.44 and three quarter cents a bushel.
1: It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Exchange, excuse me. Oh, I had to cough there. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock
8: Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of July 4th. Our last regular sale was on June 28th. t one and D2 cows sold from $1.44 to $1.61. D3 cows sold from $1.25 to $1.35. Counter cows sold from $1.10 to $1.20. Efferette sold from $2 to $2.19. And Good Butcher Bulls sold from $1.62 to $1.79. We had a few steers and heifers at this sale. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.00 and 87 cents and sold it to $2 and 95 cents. 550 to 600 pound heifers averaged $2 and 43 cents and sold it to $2 and 60 cents and 600 to 650 pound heifers averaged $2 and 54 cents and sold it to $2 and 71 cents. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices to you.
0: Now the latest pork prices for the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants, it's actually down for the first time in quite a while. can't remember the last time the pork prices were down, but just a little bit. It's at $222.74 per CKG. Now coming up, the Resource
1: Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRN. Here's Ryan Young.
0: Now the Resource Report. Brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank. Call Mazank. 306-721-6667. Some Canadian business groups are calling on the federal government to intervene to end the four-day-old labour strike at British Columbia ports. The Greater Vancouver Board of Trade is asking Ottawa to quote, use every tool at its disposal to get a deal that would resume port activity. The Canadian manufacturers and exports group is even calling for legal changes that would discourage future disruptions by designating ports and rail lines as essential infrastructure. Alberta's transport minister wants Parliament recalled to consider back-to-work legislation. Over 7,000 cargo workers at more than 30 ports around B.C. went on strike Saturday. Docks between their union and the employers group stalled Monday. Canada's top technical authority on cybersecurity says it is working closely with Suncor Energy Incorporated in the aftermath of a high-profile systems breach at the energy giant. Canadian Centre for Cybersecurity says it can't disclose details of the cybersecurity incident that caused payment systems at many of Suncor's Petro-Canada locations across the country to go down last week. Sammy Corey, head of the Centre which leads Canada's federal response to cybersecurity incidents, says mitigation efforts at Suncor are still ongoing. Sharing information too soon may compromise those efforts. Suncor has not provided details about the type of cyber attack that occurred or whether any of its other operations were affected. Some experts have said the Suncor systems breach will likely cost the company millions of dollars before it is resolved. Corey says the Canadian Center for Cybersecurity recently briefed high level oil and gas executives about how to reduce cybersecurity risk facing the industry. On the markets, the TSX is down 81 points at 20,123. The Dow is down 132 points to 34,285. Oil is up $1.93 at $71.72 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 75.40 cents U.S. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.